Hello, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the February 2nd edition of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 198 to 202 of the Catechism. And as as I said yesterday, we'll pick up reading the Nicene Creed that uh, finds itself in the Catechism between 197 and 198. The Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate with the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, He suffered death and was buried. He rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Chapter 1. I believe in God the Father. Paragraph 198. Our profession of faith begins with God, for God is the first and last, the beginning and the end of everything. The credo begins with God the Father, For the Father is the first divine person of the most holy trinity. Our creed begins with the creation of heaven and earth. For creation is the beginning and the foundation of all God's works. Article 1. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Paragraph 1. I believe in God. 199. I believe in God. This first affirmation of the Apostles' Creed is also the most fundamental. The whole creed speaks of God, and when it also speaks of man and of the world, it does so in relation to God. The other articles of the creed all depend on the first, just as the remaining commandments make the first explicit. The other articles help us to know God better as he revealed himself progressively to men. The faithful first profess their belief in God. 1. I believe in God. Paragraph 200. These are the words with which the Niceno-Constantinopolitan Creed begins. The confession of God's oneness, which has its roots in the divine revelation of the Old Covenant, is inseparable from the profession of God's existence and is equally fundamental. God is unique. There is only one God. The Christian faith confesses that God is one in nature Substance and Essence. 201. To Israel his chosen, God revealed himself as the only one. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. Through the prophets, God calls Israel and all nations to turn to him, the one and only God. Turn to me and be saved all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. To me every knee shall bow and every tongue shall swear. Only in the Lord it shall be said of me, our righteousness and strength. 202. 
Jesus himself affirms that God is the only one whom you must love with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. At the same time, Jesus gives us to understand that he himself is the Lord. To confess that Jesus is Lord is distinctive of Christian faith. This is not contrary to belief in the one God, nor does believing in the Holy Spirit as Lord and giver of life introduce any division into the one God. We firmly believe and confess without reservation that there is only one true God, eternal, infinite, immensus, and unchangeable, incomprehensible, almighty, and ineffable. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, three persons indeed, but one essence, substance, or nature entirely simple. So very well, so we begin the creed and this one God, that God is one. This is the affirmation of Israel. The creed of Israel is this um, this Deuteronomy 6.4 that we listen to in the in the thing. Shema Israel Adonai Olocheno Adonai Had. Listen, O Israel, the Lord, our God is one Lord, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. This is Israel's creed, that there is one God. Israel, the people of Israel, are born in a world that is polytheistic. In other words, in the world in which Israel begins with Abraham, people believe in many, many gods. Every village, every town, sometimes every house had its own god, and you went to the different gods to do your business. There'd be a god for one thing and a god for another, a god for a toothache, and a god for fertility, and a god for getting money, and a god, god for getting vengeance or whatever you wanted. But when God appears to Israel, he gradually shows them, he doesn't do it all at once, but he gradually shows them that he is the only God. There is no other God except Yahweh, the God of Israel. And so this is uh, what we begin our, 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 our creed with, this oneness of God, that God alone is enough. God alone exists. Then afterwards we'll move on to the Trinity, how this one God is revealed to us as a Trinity of three persons, manifests himself as Trinity, as communion, as the Father, Son and Holy Spirit, but that fundamentally God is one. Again, we'll never fully grasp this. In this life, we'll never fully understand everything, but this is the, the faith of the Church, that God is one and God alone is there, which is why, for example, the yin-yang of uh, the, the black and the white or the, the dichotomy between good and evil in the world is not Christian. Christianity believes that there is one. God is one. Evil, if anything, is the absence of the goodness of God. But evil is not of the same level as God. And it's not that the devil is as powerful as God. Not at all. That God's oneness is the faith of the church. It is what Jesus Christ announced, that God is one. This is why Christ on the cross could love God. He could fill the profession of faith of Israel, loving God with all his heart, because on the cross he was pierced, with all his strength, because his strong carpenter's hands that were strong and had worked hard were pierced by the nails, and with all his mind, because his head was crowned with thorns, that he loved God fully, and this is what is given to us, that today we're invited to believe in the oneness of God, to see that God is one 
and that this oneness of God is close to us. As today we celebrate the feast day of the presentation of our Lord, that, God, that our Lord becomes manifest in the temple. This is the other uh, possible date for the end of the Christmas season. More, It's not quite as popular, or the church is more or less today seems to be tending towards the feast of the baptism of the Lord. Me personally, I'll be taking down my crib today, because today is uh, more, uh, another traditional date for the end of Christmas, because God is manifest. This oneness of God is manifest to us in Jesus Christ, who is brought to the temple, this presentation in the temple, that he is seen, that the old people who are waiting for him, Simeon and Anna, can see him. And this is what we are called to believe, that God has made himself known, that in his goodness he has allowed us to know him. So tomorrow we'll continue, and tomorrow we'll be looking at Numbers 203 to 213. God bless.